On Sunday, May 22nd, more than 30 confirmands became official members of Asbury United Methodist Church and professed their faith in Jesus Christ. Reverend Maggie Dunaway inspired our students and church members alike with the sermon. Jesus says to us in John 15, 11, I have said these things to you so that my joy will be in you and your joy will be complete. There is a difference in joy and happiness. Happiness is based on our circumstances and is short-lived. Did I do well on that test today? Am I getting along with my friends right now? Or did I enjoy that ice cream for dessert last night? Those things make us happy. Joy comes from our relationship with Jesus. Throughout the year, these students have had many opportunities to worship, grow, and serve, where they experience that joy firsthand. We spent time worshiping and growing together during our Sunday school lessons each week. We served with you packing tornado buckets and brown bags, among other projects. I've seen the joy in the hearts of these students, and I look forward to you seeing it too as you get to know these new members of our church. So our confirmands have learned a lot this past year. If I was to give most of our members a pop quiz on the things that they've learned, I'm not sure what the cumulative grade score would be. They've learned about Methodist history, the Wesleyan quadrilateral, different understandings of grace, the three simple rules, Wesley's advice for Christian living. They probably know more about being a Methodist than 80% of us here, I'll say that. They've also learned about scripture. You heard them recall nearly 90 different stories of scripture in the video that aired right before worship. They've been on retreats with their fellow confirmands, bonded in ways that they'll look back on for many years. They've studied about how to pray with God, live with one another, about the faith of Jesus Christ. They've learned what it means to be a member of this church, what it means to be a part of the worldwide and connected denomination of United Methodists. Well beyond that, you're coming now to understand what it means to be a part of the body of Christ. I was reading the 15th chapter of John this past week so that I could get a better picture of the verse that's been your theme for this year. It's always a good idea to do that, especially when you're looking at one verse, is to look at kind of the whole chapter and see what it's all about. So usually what I do is kind of look before to see what happened right before that verse, and then I look right after to see what happened after the verse, and that just gives me a better picture of where that verse fits in. It struck me that the verse about joy, once I read it, was a little like the really good middle part of a sandwich. Right before the verse is an analogy from Jesus as he's talking to his disciples. He uses a lot of analogies to get his point across. An analogy is one of those things where it's two totally different things, 
but they have something in common. And so Jesus uses a lot of those analogies to tell stories. Jesus says God is the vineyard keeper and he, Christ, is the vine. And we, all of us, are like the branches on the vine. He says just as fruit can't grow apart from the vine, we can't grow apart from God. We can't learn and flourish without him. We're dependent upon him. We need him. Then comes your verse, the good middle part, that pretty much says this relationship, living with God, obeying his commands, realizing we need him, is where true and complete joy is found. Now, right after the good middle part, Christ speaks these words. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. He's saying, so, okay, now that you know the joy of the Lord, it's your job to go out and share that joy with the rest of the world by loving others as I have loved you. Now, our confirmation class is not only closing out this particular time of learning at church, but also probably bringing to a close the end of another school year. I asked my friend Harper how many days were left. She said, four and a half. <laughs> she is counting it down. I don't know about you, but I get kind of excited about the things of summer that bring me so much joy. Rodney stole my thunder and mentioned one of them, ice cream, particularly homemade ice cream. Going to the beach and swimming, either in the ocean or in a pool, getting a gift, because my birthday is in July, if anybody wants to write that on their calendar. Watching fireworks, Helping with VBS, it's your very first year to get to actually be an aide in a classroom and help. All those things make us very happy, and they're what we would call external joys. Well, what does external mean? It means that they happen on the outside, in the world. Usually they're things we can see and hear, feel, touch, taste, and smell. The joy that we experience with God, though, is pretty different. It's internal. It means it, it begins inside us. We can't see this joy, but we can tap into it. It's a source for us all the time. Now, this is important. You see, as Christ is telling the disciples all these things about the vine and the joy and keeping the commandments, he's actually in the middle of a farewell speech. He's getting ready to say goodbye to the disciples. I'm wondering if they're a little bit confused because they know also what's coming. Why on earth is Jesus talking about joy when he's told them what's going to happen to him. He knows that he'll be crucified on the cross, and he knows the disciples will feel sad, alone, lost without their teacher. Joy is probably the opposite 
of how they'll feel. Now, our lives are also full of pain and sadness, just as much as the good times, aren't they? It's about 50-50, really. Sometimes sad and lonely, sometimes happy and full of joy. Sometimes it just seems like the world is against you. We all have those days. Jesus knows that the presence of joy needs to be heard, needs to be felt, even when we face things that are absent of joy. So as he's talking to the disciples, he's really also talking to us and trying to tell us that although life is difficult, so many ups and downs, there is a different kind of joy that we can have. Now, one key to experiencing this joy is if you want to go back and read the chapter is in verse 4, when Jesus tells the disciples, abide in me as I abide in you. To abide means to remain, to stay in, to continue in. And if we do this, continue love with God, we can experience that joy anytime or anywhere, any place. And thanks to the grace and love God gives us, we don't even have to be perfect. We don't even have to be good enough. Each person here today can experience it, no matter how many mistakes they've made before. You can find it at school or at home or at church, even as you sit here today. So I want to tell you something, a little secret, about how I find it. When I have a day that is a little bit sad or lonely, and it's going to require you to do a little something interesting, but I'm going to ask all the adults to do it too, just so we don't feel super silly. So I want you to close your eyes. And don't worry, nobody's looking at you because they've all got their eyes closed. Adults, I see you. I want you to put one or both of your hands on your heart so that you can feel it beating. Do you feel it? Live in God as he lives in you. Rest in God as he rests in you. Abide in God as he abides in you. This church loves you. God loves you. And nothing can ever change that. That's the joy of God right there inside you. Open your eyes. You can get it back anytime. It's a joy that grounds us in our life, in those moments that are so painful, and even in those moments that are joyful, and we just want to say thanks 
to the Creator. So now it's your job to go and share that joy, not only in the halls of these church walls, but out in the world. Let's pray together. God, I thank you for these confirmands. I thank you for the families that support them and love them. I thank you for their leaders. Thank you for Angie and Rodney and the many volunteers who have poured life into them. God, I thank you for each person here who is an example of the love that you give us. Thank you, O oh God. You are the creator of all that is good and wonderful in this world. Amen.